bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China signals possible RR cards and urges more loans to stabilize property market. And Shanghai aims to achieve 500 billion yuan output of future industries by 2030. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China will use timely cuts in bank's reserve requirement ratio, or RRR, which is the amount of cash that banks must hold as reserves, alongside other monetary policy tools to keep liquidity reasonably ample. State media on Wednesday quoted a cabinet meeting as saying. Economic activity in the fourth quarter is crucial for full-year growth, according to the State Council meeting chaired by Premier Li Keqiang on Tuesday. Adding that now was a critical time to consolidate the economy's stable foundation. The central bank is expected to announce a 25 basis point RRR cut as early as Friday. The PBOC last cut the RRR by 25 basis points in April when the central bank released about 530 billion yuan in long-term capital. The keenly followed monetary policy move will add to the central government's plan to send supervisory task forces to promote local implementation of pro-growth measures and a fresh call from financial authorities to stabilize lending to property developers. The Chinese cabinet vowed to support for rigid housing demand and the need of those upgrading, accelerating lending to guarantee housing delivery, and encouraging commercial banks to make new loans to the real estate sector. Simultaneously, the central bank and the banking and insurance regulator on Wednesday issued a 16-point notice outlining steps to support the property industry, including extending loan repayment and supporting high-quality developers in issuing bonds. Three of China's biggest commercial banks on the same day agreed to provide fundraising support to property developers, including industry giants Wanke and Longfo, in a coordinated effort to support the healthy development of the property sector. In addition, the cabinet meeting also called for speeding up investments and construction of major infrastructure projects, while pledging to expand consumption and support the sound development of the platformed economy. Moving on to some regional highlights, Shanghai is aiming to reach an output value of about 500 billion yuan in future industries by 2030. The Shanghai Municipal Commission of Economy and Information said on Wednesday, according to the plan, the city will build five future industry clusters in the fields of future health, future intelligence, future energy, future space, and future materials, vowing to launch a number of high-end products using Chinese standards. In the field of energy, it plans to build 70 hydrogen refueling stations by 2025, with forecasted industrial scale of hydrogen energy to exceed 100 billion yuan. China's home developed 16 megawatt offshore wind turbine rolled off the production line in East China's Fujian Province on Wednesday, which has the world's largest single-unit capacity and biggest impeller. With a propeller diameter of 252 meters, the wind turbine covers a swept area of 50,000 square meters, according to China Three Gorges Corp. A single unit could produce clean electricity of 66 million kilowatt hours per year, meeting the annual electricity needs of more than 36,000 urban households. Meanwhile, it reduced the consumption of coal by 22,000 tons and reduced carbon dioxide emissions by 54,000 tons every year. 
Great Debate Area, Greater Future. The first new eight-car train from Hong Kong's MTR Corporation will commence service from November 27 on the Kuntong Line, gradually replacing the first generation of urban line trains operated under a British system. It also marks the largest investment for the company of six billion Hong Kong dollars. The corporation placed an order to purchase 93 new trains manufactured by CRRC Qingdao Sifang, which runs at a maximum speed of 80 km per hour with a capacity of over 3,000 passengers. Next on industry and company news. Shanghai's Disney Resorts will reopen on Friday after more than three weeks of suspension, it announced today. Visitors will need to show their negative nuclear acid test taken within 48 hours to enter Disneyland, while the time frame is up to 72 hours for those who are planning to enter other adjacent areas. However, as Shanghai recently adjusted its COVID-19 measures, restaurants in the park will not provide eating or takeout service to those who arrived in the city for less than five days. Ganfeng Lithium, one of the world's largest lithium producers, announced late Wednesday that it proposed spin-off and listing of its control subsidiary Ganfeng Li Energy Technology on the Shenzhen Stock Exchange. Ganfeng Lithium also disclosed that it will increase capital to the subsidiary by no more than 2.09 billion yuan with its own fund, among other investments. Earnings Reports Express Shares of Xiaomi sank after the Chinese handset giant reported 1.5 billion yuan loss in the third quarter, mostly because of a drop in the fair value of the companies in its portfolio, the Beijing-based company said in its latest earnings report yesterday. Revenue fell nearly 10% to 70.5 billion yuan. Revenue from the smartphone business fell 11% to 42.5 billion yuan in the quarter from a year ago, Weight down by global smartphone shipments, 8.4% decline to 40.2 million units. Nufax Holding, the Chinese financial technology services provider under Ping'an Insurance, reported a 67% plunge in third quarter net profit to stand at 1.4 billion yuan, mainly impacted by the macro environment on the company's core clients, Nufax said in its latest earnings report released today. Revenue fell 17% to 13.2 billion yuan. The outstanding balance of loans facilitated dropped 1.3% to 636.5 billion yuan from a year earlier, with new loans falling 28% to 123.8 billion yuan. Over 87% of new loans to non-consumer finance units of Lufax went to micro and small companies. Switching gears to financial news. China Vanker has applied to the National Association of Financial Market Institutional Investors for a shelf offering of bonds worth 28 billion yuan, the self-regulatory organization said Tuesday. A number of other non-state developers have also announced plans for shelf offerings after regulators continue to issue documents to support builders with quality assets to raise money publicly. Longford Group Holdings plans to raise 20 billion yuan while Jamdal seeks 15 billion yuan. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks fell on Thursday as concerns over record high domestic daily COVID-19 cases overshadowed optimism from fresh economic stimulus. The benchmark Shanghai Composite lost 0.25% and the Shenzhen component slipped 0.15%. Hong Kong stocks finished with another gain as Chinese property developers rallied on more financial support. The Hang Seng Index rose 0.78% and the Tech Index gained 0.79%. 
That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.